Smiley Morning Show, the most fun me in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time. And yes, all the time, God is good. Pastor Haynes, how you feeling, man? I'm good, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, my man? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored. I know you got a good word this morning. Hey, thank you for that, Ricky. This message goes out to those who are going through days of difficulty, depression, days of disappointment, days where you're wondering, hey, am I going to make it through? Listen, when you look in the rearview mirror and see what God has already done, the word of the day is when I'm going through, that's when God specializes in coming through. God comes through and brings us over mountains. God comes through and sees us through through the difficulties we find ourselves going through. You're not in this thing by yourself. No wonder David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. See, God specializes in coming through when we are going through. I love it because when I look back over my life, I didn't just make it through. God brought me through. And if God brings you through, it means that God comes through when you are going through and uses what you are going through to get you to where God is trying to get you. Yes, sir. So you're going through ain't the last word on you because God is with you. God will see you through and use what you're going through to get you where God is taking you. So I'm going to shout this morning, hallelujah, for this. I give God praise. I know that's right, ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. I love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great day. There it is, y'all. Here we go. All right, y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday headlines. A gunman killed his mother and grandmother at their neighboring homes and then went to a McDonald's restaurant in Moultrie, Georgia, where he killed a third woman before taking his own life. Local police and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation are piecing together the details of the crime. In other news, about 4.4 million people who use TurboTax to file their taxes in the years 2016 through 2018 are getting a refund of about $30 for each year they use the service. All of the recipients were eligible to file their taxes for free. However, they wound up paying for the service through what the New York Attorney General's office calls deceptive marketing. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? DiVincenzo with the save. Here comes Wiggins. Thompson is open. Fires up a three. Got it. The Splash Brothers are back, ladies and gentlemen. Clay Thompson looking like his old self. Eight three-pointers last night. Steph Curry had 20 points, 12 assists. They beat the Lakers by 27 points. Why? Damn. Because the X Factor, Anthony Davis, did not show up. Now, when he shows up, most of the time they win. When he doesn't, he's scoring 11 points. They ain't going to win no ball game. I got one message for LeBron James, one of the greatest of all time. LeBron got to stop crying, man. Got to stop crying, man. Them little baby ticky-tack little fouls you think you got to stop crying, just play basketball. It is what it is. Milwaukee Bucks fire their head coach, Mike Budenholzer. 
after they got eliminated from the first round of the playoffs with the best record in the NBA. I get it. Nothing wrong with having high expectations, Rick Dog. But in my opinion, I think this is going to be a mistake. This is going to bite him in the butt, man. He's done nothing oh, yeah. but win. He's won 70% of his games during the five years that he's coached the Bucks. Now, it helps when you got one of the best players in the country or the best players in the world. But this is going to bite him in the butt, Big Dog. I, That's I, I, crazy. Yeah, man. Come on now. You don't fire him. Fire him to get who? I, who are you going to get? Exactly. That's my quick sports report right there. Gary, what's the team? What's up, y'all? All right, y'all. They're saying it's over. It's being reported out that Sherry Shepard is washing her hands of Wendy Williams' top producers for season two of her infamous daytime talk show. Now, they're saying Miss Shepard inherited Williams' longtime executive producers, David Perler and Suzanne Bass, who also appeared, y'all, with Williams on camera daily as EPs for her show when it appeared, y'all. Now, they're saying sources told Page Six that they got the axe this week as season one of Sherry comes to a close at the end of this month. They're saying Sherry um, naturally wanted fresh energy for her new season. Now, the decision doesn't come as a surprise for Perla, y'all, because they said that since he stayed on to help Sherry get through the hump of launching a new show. Now, Bass was one of a more of a sidekick and buffer to Williams' former um, Hot Topics Act, which isn't, y'all, as useful for Sherry, you know, who is also a comedian and actress. So they're saying, honey, that they're going to, they say Suzanne was on camera for a decade, y'all, for Wendy. Now, but now Sherry's um, producer, Bestie John Murray, a TV commentator who is a new, uh, who is new at least, y'all, to executive producing, producing partially, y'all, took on that role when Sherry brought him in. And, you know, everybody was talking about that, but a spokesperson for Delmar Mercury, the production company behind both the Williams and Shepard shows, told us that, we will announce a new executive producer for the second season, y'all, to serve alongside Murray. Now, the statement further said that Perla and Bash, y'all, have been integral to Delmar Mercury's success in daytime syndication for many years and have helped launch Sherry. Now, Delmar Mercury wishes them all the best on future endeavors and hopes to work with them in the future. So Sherry got her uh, have gonna have a new fresh energy for this new season, y'all. So congratulations to her and, and Suzanne. I liked seeing Suzanne when she was on the show with Wendy. She was like you know an EP, and you know she was one that kind of kept the um, crowd riled up and whatever. And I'm sure she's gonna be missed, but Sherry's gonna have her own people. And, you know, Ricky, do y'all do that on the regular? Get your own people when you start your new show, or you keep some of the people that was good to help you out. I mean, Super Day still here when we take over oh, for Tom Jones. Sure oh, sure is. Oh, sure is. Oh, sure is. Oh, sure is. And my thing was, I don't even know why they bought all them people in there and had me talking to them and all that kind of stuff, man. I mean, they, everybody did what they were supposed to do. They was good enough for some. They good enough for me. They, they actually fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of they, they go, you know. Yeah. Go along with the vision. Super Day, we had inherited Kim. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. been fun. It's been easy. That's true. And well, but Sherry said, honey, I want my own people. So I'm sure she got her own friends that need a job. So congratulations. She's just not used to wearing, nobody wearing tight muscle shirts running the board. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking buttons. Buff smirk. The Kalula Day, a sweet tart. On the high end, you say sweet tart. And on the low, you say beautiful salmon pink. That's your Kalula for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the high spot? <laughs> Stupid. Coming up next to the hot spot, guess who coming to the Kentucky Derby? Black people. Wait till I tell you all about it up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Damn, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the hot spot with the one and only The Brat. Good morning. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, black jockeys and horsemen dominated the sport of thoroughbred racing from the first Kentucky Derby in 1875, y'all, through 1903. That I didn't know until Jim Crow, that era, pushed them out, making it illegal for blacks to be involved with the races. They would try to kick us out of something that we started, and apparently they did, but now it's time for that comeback. That is, until a sister decided that it was time to usher in a new era around the sport and created Derby Diversity Week, uh, a week-long business summit showcasing Louisville's culture and the contribution of minorities to the history of Derby. Uh, Derby Diversity Week, founded by Tawana Bain, said every year on the first Sunday in May, Louisville becomes the international epicenter of fortune, fashion, food, and fun. And she went on to say, what better opportunity to expand economic opportunities for small business owners and entrepreneurs of color, the LGBTQ plus community and other diverse groups than by providing unequaled access to national and international titans of the industry and at the same time enjoying the sights and sounds of the Kentucky Derby. Well, y'all, if you have never been to the Kentucky Derby, now's your chance to be bad and bougie at the races. Go put on your Sunday best and don't forget your hat. Now, I've seen my sister Lisa Ray at these a few times. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? That's for like country white people, but apparently it is not. We started it, so I can't wait to go. So I think we all should mob up and go together. But you can't wear black, y'all, because it's considered bad luck. So Derby Diversity Week started on May 1st, but you still have this weekend if you want to experience the past, present, and future of the Derby. Go to DerbyDiversity.com for more information. That is going to be something fun that we never do. Yeah. Have you ever been, Ricky? Yeah, I went one time, and I actually saw your sister there. Yeah. And she had an all-white party. Uh-huh. And I went. How was it? Nice. It's it's nice. It's classy. You know, your sister and I are not going to do anything, anything oh, that's not classy. I know. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. It was elegant. Uh, yes. A lot of people there. But uh, if you can get a gig and, and get to do something up there at Kentucky Derby, go. Uh, you will have a good time. Yes, I want to go. I can't wait. I probably won't make it this year, but hopefully next year I Let's can go. pull on up and bend on some horses or something. Because that's right. something we never, I always felt like we were shut out of that. That's that's never been something like that black people do. But I didn't know we started it. Boy, we some oh, yeah. amazing people. Started anyway, a lot of stuff that they took yeah, over. And they uh, took over. Yeah. Uncle Ben's <laughs> Rice, Auntie Mama Serve, uh, uh, KFC, <laughs> the KFC recipe, the, uh, the Tennessee whiskey that you like. Yeah, uh, uh, all of that founded all and started by black folks. Wow, that's crazy. But well, we're gonna wrap up the hot spot on that note, y'all. But coming up, we got Rock T's HBC. You know who we repping today, Rock T. Let's go holler at University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is, y'all. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. <laughs> what up, baby? You already know it's time to get hyped. Rock Teasy in the house. It's HBC, you know. Another phenomenal opportunity to highlight, showcase, and put a spotlight on all of our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. Oh, we head down to the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, established in 1873, home of the Black and Gold Lions, also home of the Marching Musical Machine Marching Band. Uh-oh, one of y'all's former graduates. Let's talk about Mr. Smokey Norfolk. Uh-huh. 
gospel singer. Best known for his 2002 album, I Need You Now. And his 2004 release, Nothing Without You, which, by the way, he won a Grammy for. He also won a second Grammy for his song, No Greater Love. Three stellar awards, four Dove Awards, three Gospel Music Excellence Awards. Do I need to stop? Nope. An NAACP Image Award. And let me not forget, while he was attending UA Pine Bluff, he earned a bachelor's degree in history. And oh, by the way, he served as a history teacher for seven years. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU, no. Hey, hey, Rock, uh, Smokey Norfolk is also a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated and is a good friend to the morning show, man. We absolutely love him. He has a beautiful ministry up in Chicago. Uh, always doing some great things, man. I love that's one of my I think he one has of my one here too now. Oh, really? Brett, yeah, I'm, got a I'm talking here. about. Yeah, yeah, he is all. He is just absolutely awesome and uh, funny and crazy. Let, let mm-hmm. me add that. Yeah, his personality is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, he'll be a good feeling. Like when I go on vacation, I'll, I'll just Smokey North will fill in because he's real imagery key or real ignorant, 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 ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Brett, what you got coming up next? Check this out, Ricky. So rude behavior is on the rise in the United States, right? Well, that's what seventy nine percent of Americans do say. Um, this epidemic is spreading across. Across the country as one rude act inspires another rude act, creating a rudeness spiral. Here's an example. Now, someone annoys you while you driving to work by being a jerk on the road, and then we walk into work with a cheery person, <laughs> where a cheery person person wishes us a good morning, and all we can do is grumble, because by then, by then we aggravate it. But this person takes our grumpiness personally and becomes irritated, too, taking it out on the next person coming in the door, which then sours their mood in return. So the cycle just continues on and on. Now there is more rude behavior than just everyday frustration. Many factors influence a person's inclination to be rude, including having an impatient disposition, uh, being in a hurry, or feeling like no one cares about what they say, feel, or do. Now that said, rude behavior all boils down to one thing. People who are rude generally may not care about other people. And it's sad that humanity seems to have gotten lost in the hustle and bustle of everyday life uh, as people are rushed, stressed, tired. Um, they just take it out on their fellow friends. You know what I'm saying? So here are six top rude behaviors according to a poll done by online magazine Paired Life. Number six. Uh-oh, Gary. Excessive farting in an enclosed space. <laughs> Number five. You too. I'm too no, no. almost cussed at you. Number five. Interrupting or being loud. Now, you hate that, Ricky. Mm. Number four, not teaching or enforcing manners in children. Ooh. Mm. Yep. Number mm. three, using the last of anything and not replacing it. Man. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> they so right. Number yeah. two, pulling out your cell phone to take pictures or video of somebody without permission. Yeah. Did we write these? <laughs> I, I guess, I, you know, and then people try to make us think that we crazy for feeling the way that we feel when we know it's rude. Yes, it's we such know a that violation. Yes, and number one, unprovoked criticizing or attacking someone on social media, a.k.a. minding somebody else's business. Right. So, all of these are very right. So, anybody got something to say yeah, about these? Yeah, like, like they did uh, Simone Biles and, yeah. and uh, had yeah. her on the internet crying, you, you know, and feeling some kind of way and judging and just 
uh, like having an open opinion. Uh, uh, you know, some things is, is cool if it's for fun and done in a fun way in his life. And it's not offending or hurting nobody's feelings, but uh, yeah, right. it's, it's it's pretty bad. People are are pretty rude. They walk up and they ask you for something. They don't acknowledge you. They don't speak to you. They don't say how are you today. Nice to meet you. My name yeah. is. Welcome to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Is it in, in, nothing? Yeah. Can I get? Yeah. The sentence start with this this generation. Can I get? But Selfish, you know entitled. Yeah. Uh, entitlement is the new rule, special Oh yes, it is. is. Do you ever find yourself going out of your way to not be rude though, like to do kind of nice things for people? Always. Just, and it and you notice how surprised people are. Like I was in a restaurant the yes. other day, and this group of white <laughs> ladies was taking. They obviously were together. They were trying to take a selfie, and I offered to take the picture for them. And they were so surprised that I offered to do something so small. Or when you're in the plane and you offer to help somebody get their baggage out of the overhead, right. you know. And people are so yeah. surprised when you act nice because, because there people are, are no so gentlemen. Rude. People don't do that anymore, special case. Right. Like they will see a woman struggling with the bag and just wait for them to put it up there, and they standing right. Get on the elevator the before you walk through the door yes. before you leave you they outside. Right. It's crazy. Right. Chivalry, chivalry is dead to these oh, people. Yeah, I don't even dead. know if it even existed to them. They don't open the door for you. None of those things like that anymore. And what now, I hate I is if to, I go uh, to the refrigerator and I got yeah. some juice left or something that I had my mouth set for, and I go <laughs> and somebody left uh, two drops. A swallow. Just throw it away. Swallow just, in if, the it, if it ain't enough for a couple, throw it away. Right, right. Yeah, I was trying to help a white lady. Uh, she was in a wheelchair going up the little at our uh, Lovefield Airport up that little ramp going inside yeah, of the yeah. airport. After, and uh, I guess she got thought I was trying to take a person something. <laughs> she started screaming it, and I let the wheelchair go and, and, and roll down the hill. <laughs> And, uh, Gary, you remember that? That was a long time ago. I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, Miss 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 uh, Miss Claiborne thought I was trying to get up first, and, I, and that wheelchair, she couldn't get control of that wheelchair and her luggage, and she was trying to make it up there. So she said, "Let it go now." She said, "Get away from me!" And I let it go, and baby, she slid clean down the hill, yes, baby, and she couldn't stop it and went up against the wall. And there's two black ladies working over there were laughing their ass. So I just went on inside the airport because I wasn't finna miss my flight, but I was weak. <laughs> Sign me up for the Christian Jubilee. Write my name on the road. I've been changed. I've been changed since the Lord has lifted me. Jesus <laughs> Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and the color of the day, Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ebony Williams, attorney Ebony Williams. She's from the, one of the real houses of New Jersey, Real Housewives. I think it was New Jersey. One of those shows she was on, honey. She had a sit-down talk the other day, y'all, with um, Iyalan Van Zandt, honey. And people are trying to eat Ebony's lunch, which I don't know why, because uh, Iyalan, honey, asked her a question that some people say, girl, why would you ask this girl this question like that, honey? And it's very interesting. But here's what, how it went down. I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build 
when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date if a bus If he owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. And oh. Iyana told Ebony that was a problem, honey, because she asked the question, would she date a bus driver? And like she said, if he owned the bus. And, you know, a lot of people just trying to eat this girl lunch. But, honey, first of all, like, they have to realize, um, Ebony, honey, is an attorney, like they're saying, honey. They say, first of all, a bus driver probably wouldn't even be nowhere near her, maybe a, a, a pilot or some of that sort, but not a bus driver. But she did say if he owned the bus. So people saying, why are you saying if he owned the bus, you don't like bus drivers or you don't date men like that stuff? But that's just her thing, honey. Like they said, if this man is not in her economic um future or whatever, why should she date a bus driver? Okay? And then they went on to um, ask her and tell her that, you know, well, Ebony, honey, you was married to a white man before and you didn't stay with him or whatever, but that had nothing to do with her being a bus driver. I mean, dating a bus driver. So people said, because the standards and requisites, y'all, she said, I am not talking about him laying on the sofa playing video games all day, but the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is all for who we are as women and who they are in the society. That's what Ms. Van Sant said. Now she said, would I date a bus driver if he loved driving the bus? She said, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated her well, she said she would date a bus driver. But we think that it's another human being's responsibility to give us what we need instead of us building together. And Van Zandt went on to say, honey, that, you know, women were being trained. Now this is the thing, Rick, now some men agreeing with this, but a lot of people saying no. She said that women are being trained to be men in skirts. And honey, what you mean? And, you know that that could you know could build they could build with a bus driver or whatever. But she said she um have a little stash of money on the side and her prenup and she could build with a bus driver. But they're saying also what really hurts the black woman, black women, honey. They told they were raised that oh good you need to just date this man but whatever. But white people allegedly and you know raise their daughters to go out and date men, honey, with money and help build together. But a white black woman is they just date whoever, girl. If you love him, just date him, honey, and he beat you and cheat on you all the day. You know, but you said I still love him. No, I didn't him. say all that now. Well, they said, honey. Yes. So, but, um, but, she but, did, but, but she did, she did have a conversation talking about uh, why is it that black women have to always be conditioned to settle off or whatever. Now, this is just my thing. If a man work hard and make an honest living, and can come home and cut the grass and do everything a man's supposed to do and pay whatever bill that he can afford to pay and love you the right way and love you like you deserve to be loved unconditionally. You know, and, and uh, uh, that's that's real love. But, I mean, you, 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 you get a man of status or whatever and he got these, make all this money and then he got to fly all over the place because he's a pilot or whatever. He really don't have time and ain't at home. But just imagine having somebody that come home every day at five thirty, you know, and can love you the right way and massage your back and 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 cuddle and watch TV with you. But a lot of men that make money, they got crazy busy schedule. I, I don't know. That just yeah, a lot of men that so make many- money got crazy busy schedule. But honey, for the most part, he sure ain't looking at no black woman. Black women don't get those men. Hell, they they don't get those men that make all this money. Hell, you could be a hamburger flipper and you get to be a billionaire. His a name is Tiger Woods. Flipper. You, uh, yeah, yeah. Hamburger yeah. Flipper. 
Yeah, you know, and, uh, or you could be a nanny, and her name is um, Elon Wood. She's married to Tiger Woods, a billionaire. Now, so, so, but black women don't have that same luxury. I think that what people need to understand is what her answer felt like. She defaulted by saying money and status is more important than being in a loving relationship. You know, she didn't even mention how that man would make her feel, how nurturing uh, uh, that uh, he would be. I want people. I've been married for 13 years. We celebrate our 13 year wedding anniversary in a couple of weeks. And when you're with the right person, they make you better. They make you better over time. When you are with the right person, they make you better over time. I'm better than who I was 13 years ago. Brat is better. Special K is better. Rock T is we are better people because of our spouses. Message. In multiple areas of our lives. And if you are tired of attracting and you feel like there's no good men out there, look at yourself. Why are you attracting? Well, you get with a, that, a, a, that you don't like. You get with a, like a person like Ebony. She's an attorney. If she get with a doggone man that's making less money than her. He's gonna try to break her down. He's gonna break her down. He's gonna go cheat or, on her. Or, or, or is she gonna be condescending to him and treat him like he ain't nothing because of what he bring home and what he deposit in the bank every week? Because or no could she her, be the mate that makes him better? Can right. she make him better? Well, it, exactly. You could exactly, be better because, be, because I, I I've been in relationships like that with you know where uh you know homegirl made made a whole lot of money but hell she couldn't she came home with that with that condescending tone and talking crazy I'm like hey we ain't in no courtroom don't talk to me like that you know man. what I'm saying I understand, I understand you know you you know you working you know the law or whatever but but hey 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 come in here you know we we a couple don't 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 come with that that energy right there. Because I'm a loving man, you know what I'm saying? Food is on the table. You got home, I didn't cook. Oh, what else? I'm talking about greens, macaroni and cheese, oxtails, cornbread, you know, a glass of wine, cheese and crackers, whatever you want. You know, so I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah, a that's a, a whole conversation we that we cr- got to break down. Yeah. The cool is sweetheart here. Y'all got me confused. <laughs> on the high and on the low is sweetheart on the salmon pink child. But because you know, this is the story, so this, this could go longer, but then we're going to let that go. All right, that's it. Time for the wake up call. Get at your boy 8669 R I C K E Y. Let's go. Alabama. All day. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, this is Marcus from d I just want to wake up my beautiful girls, Ira, Kyra, Katana, Zoe, and Zarya. Love y'all. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. When they go low, I go low. One. From Shreveport. A wake up call to waste management in Atlanta and all its trash and sanitation workers. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> Good morning. This is Lisa and Jay Carter calling from Centerville, South Carolina, and we would like to wake up our four Family, our family, and also our Mac family. Wake up, wake up! Seattle, wake up! In Detroit, wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! St. Louis, wake up! New Orleans, wake up! And Memphis, wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! I appreciate it, bro. Welcome again. Minds, body, business with Maria Moore on the Ricky right, Smiley Morning Show. Hey, it's about that time for mind, body, and business. What up, Maria? 
What's up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. So, you know, I want to talk about the relationship between um, exercise, physical activity, and your finances. We know that exercise can make you look and feel better, but it can also contribute to improving your finances. So let's talk about it. First up, lower medical and prescription costs. Medical illness and medical bills continues to be the leading cause of personal bankruptcy, overall debt in the United States. Uh, And many Americans are racking up medical bills uh, for conditions that are preventable or can be treated with lifestyle changes such as physical activity. So health-conscious people have a 40% lower risk of all-cause mortality. So that's death from anything. Um, If you lift weights, you'll have an 80% reduction in depression. Uh, Cyclists have a 45% reduction in cancer incidence. Uh, Brushing your teeth, it burns calories and can save you on your dental bill. Uh, Just think about the connection between taking care of yourself, preventative care, exercise, physical activity, uh, and your finances, and what else you could do with that money. Um, They say up to $2,500 can be saved um, if you take care of yourself, uh, as opposed to, you know, having to go to the doctor, filling prescriptions and stuff like that. So keep that in mind. Also, service cost savings. Um, A lot of us here on The Morning Show are pretty domestic. Being more active around the house can save you money on services like house cleaning, yard work, and other small self-improvement projects. You ever got that, uh, the bill from the gardener or the housekeeper or how often they come? Um, Some people don't have as much time to do it, but if you do these things yourself, you can burn calories and get your uh, place tidy as well. Yes, burning calories. I know you like to get out and mow the lawn, uh, Rock T. Man, I'm up at 6 o'clock in the morning on the weekends getting it. Yes, sir. Getting to it. And Ricky be in the garden all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. You, you just posted a beautiful photo uh, of your backyard yesterday with the the sun the setting or rising. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so Man, beautiful. Man, we get back yes. there. Yeah, we cut that grass, plant those flowers, put that uh, uh, that damn turf builder down and, and, and stuff. It, I mean, you be tired at the end of the day. I was wondering why I was so... So damn sleepy at four o'clock. I went to sleep at four o'clock yesterday. Whoa, that's a good <laughs> time. That's a good time, though. Yeah, my ass was wore out. Yeah, I look, ain't nothing like working in the yard, man. Man, come on. Oh yeah, for real. And you know, you get better sleep too. You get real tired and you get good rest, so that contributes to your health as well. Also, exercise have been has been scientifically proven to boost your creativity. Have you ever had a chance to just go out on a walk? sun is shining, wind is blowing, and all of a sudden, you think of a great idea, a great joke. That happens all the time. Oh my gosh, yes. It's the serotonin, it's the peace, it's the stillness. You get the greatest ideas when you're going out on a walk. I'm talking about, I've come up with ideas that have produced me hundreds of thousands of dollars building inside of my business. Um, And you need that peace and that clarity and that physical activity for your body. So keep these three uh, three things in mind. Uh, You can lower your medical bills, you can save on service costs and exercise has been scientifically proven to boost your creativity so you can make more money inside of your business. So that's what I have for y'all today. You, why you, you can burn calories here? by putting that, keeping that foot on that neck. Yeah, that's right. Right. Ricky, we are challenging you. That's why I was wondering. I'm like, she didn't say that when I thought they said that. Burn oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. But just don't skip the foreplay because there's definitely calories that can be burned. Ain't um, there, burn you know, no damn, damn foreplay. It's like when you, when you, when you get rolling, get right to it. Yeah, okay. As long as it's more than a sixty-second workout, Ricky. So just make sure it's long enough to matter. Real, that's that hit uh, training, that high intensity. Yeah, don't do no hit in the, in the bedroom. You right. need, you need some endurance. I'm Maria. How, how can you be reached? Yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Maria Moore. M A R I A M O R E. Thank you, Ricky.
There it is. No, thank you. All right, y'all, more Ricky Smile the Morning Show coming up. For Let's dope. go to the phone line. Ricky Smile the Morning Show, you are the ninth caller. Hey, Rick, is that line still though? Yeah, you're yeah, right. Hey, is that line? Is that line? Okay, then. I don't know, know if you heard the bad news or not. I don't know if you heard what all the drama going on in here right now, but guess what? Get what? Get what, that line? Okay, then. Your boy got spinning yesterday. I got spinning yesterday. So, guess what? That mean I I, I can't come near the. They told me I can't come a hundred yards near the building. I can't come my my. I can't I can't the 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 radio building. I can't come a hundred yards with the building. I can't I can't listen to the radio show or nothing. I'm spending for to at least next Wednesday. So look, Jalan, you said you want to go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ride with you, son. Cause must I ain't got nothing to do. Mind. <laughs> you must be out your mind. Come on, Shadi, you finna go. You finna, you finna go out there and do a, do things, do some things with Brett. Shadi, y'all gonna let me ride? You driving? Ain't nobody <laughs> driving to Vegas, no man. You crazy? And <laughs> even if right I was man. driving. Even if I was driving, you are never getting a car. You be having weed and you be having warrants. <laughs> Big man, stay far from me. Eh? <laughs> stay far. Stay yeah, far from car. me, Big man. I'm saying I can help you, DJ. Nah, I'm good. I got it. <laughs> he said he, he got weed and rock. He said he got weed and warrants. And warrants. Weed and warrants. Stay <laughs> far dubs. from me, Big man. They got, got the wrong dubs. I'm <laughs> saying... <laughs> I'm just saying, if I go hang out with you, maybe we could be friends again. Shouty, maybe we, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you come around me, it turn into a bad situation. Stay far. You know what? You suspended from me. You don't ever come around me again, Tony. <laughs> wow. Man. Hey, really? you heard that? Yeah. My feelings hurt. <laughs> I just hey, want to want to hang out this weekend. That was mean, Jalion. That was mean. Man, hey, 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 Black Tony, our, our feelings hurt the fact that you don't come to work. Man. You call in, with, it's always something every day. Oh, I didn't want to go somewhere and go to. I didn't want to go to the show with John in Vegas. Man up, Tony. Hey, what you what would you come to work though? Why would you come to work, man? Because I'm I'm suspended. I can't come to work. I was gonna call today. Right, what, what about what about the time? What about the times you was not suspended? Why you didn't come to work then? Because things be happening. So I can't help it if things be happening. I just wanted to go to Las Vegas. But what? But why can't you come to work? Huh? Why can't you come to work? Why you can't? Why that can't happen? Cause somebody there what I don't like. If you really want to know the truth about it, what? Somebody there who I can't stand. Who? Yo, ugly. <laughs> Everybody who rode in a ambulance car, I throw your hands up. All right, y'all, Ricky's Holiday Morning Show. Y'all, big shout-out to everybody that's listening to us on WKZJ 92.7 Columbus, Georgia. Man, thank y'all. We love y'all. Gary got the tea in the clue of the day. What up, Gary? 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Now, Ricky, you just mentioned this, but isn't it funny? And it's, I'm talking about it. It's being reported. Now, you remember y'all last week there was rumors, y'all, that the Duchess of Sussex, honey, was planning a star-studded birthday bash for Prince Archie's fourth birthday. Ricky, we were confirmed after it was revealed that Prince Harry would be only, y'all, in London for his daddy, King Charles' coronation for two hours max because they say he wanted to make it back home in time for his son, little baby Archie's birthday party. Well, baby, they said, honey, Miss Oprah is at it again. They said Oprah is to the rescue. Prince Harry, y'all, is going to be headed to London, y'all, for his daddy's King Charles' coronation. But they're saying, y'all, that the Sparrow Royal isn't planning to stick around. They're saying uh, inside to reveal y'all that Harry was having trouble y'all finding honey um you know some transportation to get to London but they're saying Hope said honey don't even worry about it I'm gonna loan you my jet so baby they're saying Oprah is loaning um, um Prince Harry um her jet so he could fly to his daddy's um coronation and he's gonna be there less than 72 hours he's gonna fly do the coronation and get back on the jet and get back to Montecito California where he could be there for little um Archie's fourth birthday party y'all isn't that beautiful do y'all oh, yeah. have friends like that that give you jets, uh-uh. honey, and things and, uh-uh. and let you fly out? You don't, Ricky? No, no. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, Brad, I know Brad does, honey, all the rich people. She know. I know she got some people, honey, that along her jet. Oh. We wish. <laughs> when I ride in your car with you, Gary, it feels like I'm in a jet. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So, I, But, honey, I tell you what, it ain't no jet, baby. It's just a little car. I just drive in because I got to get to where I got to go. But, honey, <laughs> Prince Harry, baby, is going to be flying, honey. That's going to show y'all. Y'all need to change y'all friends. If y'all can't find people, friends like that, honey, that have a jet to let you borrow their jet to fly off to a, a situation, honey, that, that you got to change your friends. Do you have one? Oh, what, a, a jet? Yeah. Well, honey, I have the airlines. The airlines are my friends. <laughs> you had to go in there and buy that ticket and walk through that TSA nah. like, huh? like everybody else. Nah. Like everybody okay. else. We don't That's know right. folks like that. Uh-uh. No, sir. If I, do rent, if I do rent something that's a crop dust, we're going to go and spray some corn. And then, okay. And then, and then go to a city. It's going to take a long, just as long to get there because them little planes be so slow and they don't go above 5,000 feet. They shut up and have me and Brad up in there screaming for dear life, honey, and that corn crop you put us in. That time of day. Oh, I flew y'all around, man. We, I, I took off good and I landed good. So don't, yeah, don't hate. Yeah. I was like, girl. You got a cigarette that got Gary, a But Gary, you, you know you are more safer uh, on the high, uh, more safer in the air than on the highway. Yeah. And I told you that flying a plane is easier than driving a car. I showed yeah. you that. Yeah, well, you did, but still, honey, my nerves. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, honey, Tasha Smith, y'all, they're saying she's going to replace Teresa Randall, honey, as Martin Lawrence's wife in Bad Boys 4. Now, they're saying the casting change was first reported by Variety on Wednesday. Now, Tasha, best known for her roles in Tyler Perry films, she's going to play Teresa Burnett, y'all, the wife of Martin Lawrence's character, Marcus Barnett. Now, they're saying that the 52-year-old actress replaces Teresa Randall, 58, who played the role in the previous three films. Now, insiders say y'all, that Teresa retired from acting, and she was wasn't offered a big enough financial incentive to come out of retirement, y'all. So in addition, they're saying that some, you know, we kind of talked about that yesterday, Ricky, on Nation, me and Brad, and we were like, people were wondering if something was really, you know, she looked what? different yesterday. Wasn't she in a wheelchair, Brad, when we saw the, yeah. uh, the pictures of her? She was yeah. in a wheelchair. What? Teresa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh, so I hope she's know. okay. Yeah, yeah I know. She, she was very small, too. She looked like she's dealing with some, some type of sickness or something. Oh. 
Yeah. So, so just yeah, keep bringing your prayers, up. y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You just, you just so, never know what somebody going through. That's, yes. that's terrible. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So they're talking about the money, but nevertheless. Um, now they're saying, y'all, um, the um, Bad Boys 4 is currently being filmed, y'all, on location in Los Angeles, I mean in Los Angeles, in Atlanta, Georgia. And they're saying that the original Bad Boys earned only $141 million. Now they're saying, y'all, that the sequel in 2003 totaled over $273 million in box office receipts, but Bad Boys for Life 2020 outgrossed both films, y'all, with a combined total of four hundred and twenty-six. Point five million dollars. Man, those wow. movies do good, man. They do. They do Evidently so. Law is Will Smith back? So people wonder if Will Smith back because anybody seen or heard from him? Or is Jada gonna be in um the Well Bad he gotta Boys be too? back. I mean he it's him and Martin Sting. Right. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. ain't no bad boys without uh Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in my final story, y'all, this is a touching story. We kind of talked about this earlier this week. Brian McKnight, y'all, they're saying that he settled, <laughs> honey, a lawsuit filed by his only daughter, y'all, Brianna, who says he maliciously defamed, honey, her on social media by claiming that she had an affair with her older cousin when she was a minor. Now, according to the court documents what? obtained, ain't that something, y'all? Lord. They say baby Brianna filed a defamation lawsuit against the R&B singer-songwriter back in 2020. They said in her complaint, Brianna complained that her wonderful daddy maliciously defamed her on social media. She accused Brian of being motivated by animosity when he publicly humiliated her by falsely representing to his followers that she had engaged y'all in sexual relations with an older cousin. What? Ooh, That's crazy. They say Brian said that he had a close relationship with her stepbrothers, Nico. Uh, Brianna had a, a close relationship with her stepbrothers, Nico and BJ, as a child. But she said her relationship with her father has been rocky for years. She said, quote, mm-hmm. I'm so fortunate that I have two brothers who are father figures to me, she wrote back in the lengthy Instagram post back in 2019, honey. So, oh, Lord, Brian McKnight and them children, honey. So you see when them children was talking about him just the other day, honey. It's just, Lord, he, you know. I hate this uh, but you know, Gary, it's two sides to every story. Yeah. Yeah, but but then some people say it's three. Yours, mine's, and the truth. Well, that's true, so, too, now. Yeah, oh, Lord. We just got to pray for that family, y'all, because it's, it's sad, honey. Something right ain't right right now, honey, honey. He just need one more last try or cry. And... <laughs> <laughs> you, Kalua, you know what? The Kalua today, I do one of my favorite My Kalua today is sweet tart. On the high end, you say sweet tart, and on the low end, you say beautiful salmon pink. That's your Kalua for today. Oh, he just Salmon pink. <laughs> why that pink got to be salmon? Okay. okay. Look, hey, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, as Gary reported uh, in the tea, uh, former Real Housewives of New York, Ebony K. Williams, Jesus Christ, she is so fine, uh, sparked a... Ma- yeah, she is. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, uh, Gary, you know I love Ebony Williams. I know. That's why I threw it at y'all. Yeah, I know. You throwing that, boy. Have my mind up here spinning. Ooh, I met her, boy. Whew. Jesus, Lord. Um, I like him like that. Uh, you know, I know he can't so, even get through the intro. You know, I can't <laughs> even think about this woman. Do the damn intro because somebody cash, catfished me one time and I had me thinking. Oh, God. You remember that, Gary? You catfished uh, yourself, dog. <laughs> no, they had me thinking. Uh, I was talking to Ebony Williams, man. I was like almost about to you know, get married. Damn it. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, so uh, she was on with Fix My Life host uh, Ayala Van Zandt. Did I say that right? Ayala. Ayala. Ayala Van Zandt. Uh, boy, it hit the internet, and boy, did it hit the internet, Brett. Yeah, so while they was discussing the topic of femininity in today's troubled dating pool for women on the Grio, Williams asked the famous life coach to give some advice on how black women should position themselves in today's dating world to stay in tune with their divine feminine energy and build with the potential suitor without competing for dominance. Yeah, so the 39-year-old lawyer noted that black women were out-earning men due to having multiple degrees and rising participation in the entrepreneurial world. And that's when Van Zant asked Williams, would you ever date a bus driver? Ooh. Ebony responded, if he owns the bus, Ayanla. All right, so here's the question. Does money or status matter when choosing a mate? And why or why not? So let's go to the phone. Y'all hit me up, 866-9-RICKY, 866 866- Nine R I C K E Y. Good morning. My name is Lynn. I'm calling from Fairburn. People say money's everything, but money's really not everything because if you have your own money and you're just in it for the love, then I mean, hey, if it's he, if he or she's ambitious, then I say go for it. I am uh, Viola from Indianapolis. I was hoping that I'd run into somebody like Ricky, get the Ricky brother, cousin, uncle, somebody cooking and cleaning up like that. But no, it don't matter. As long as you're looking for love, it's all right. Yeah, my name is West. I'm from Denton. Um, first of all, you got to be equally yoked. You know, if if one is putting in a whole lot on one end, the other one is taking it out on the back end, you know, the family isn't going anywhere. Um, yeah, so, you know, if, 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 for instance, I'm on my second marriage and my, my, my new wife, we're equally yoked when it comes to finances and we're just building a, a great, a great financial egg for our family. So you have to be the same. You have to be the same or you won't go anywhere. Uh, that, that, that's a good point. That equally yoke is something, somebody that you have uh, good chem- because if y'all have good chemistry, man, money can't buy good chemistry that's right. all day. That's right, money can't buy uh, uh, somebody scratching that back in the right spot, or somebody uh, you can cry on their shoulder, or making getting that macaroni and cheese just right with that crust around the edges. Come on, uh, and, and them greens be on point without the stems in it. See. See, we're not saying have some greens without the stems. Without we don't the want stems. the stems. I'm not <laughs> know how to pick greens. Come on, dog. Greens with turkey meat. And t- okay, no, that's a whole other conversation. But uh, <laughs> money cannot buy that. So, um, uh, and you know money- what, Ricky? Equally yeah. yoked isn't always 50-50. You know, when you think about 100% of a relationship, sometimes I'm at 20 and he's at 80. Sometimes I'm at 40 and he's at 60. You know, you're not you may be in spaces in your life where you're not always there and you need your mate to pick up the slack. So it's not always well, I make a hundred thousand. You make a hundred thousand, you know. Yeah. So I I, I just it, there's there's balance in a relationship. And it's, it's not always my half and your half. Yeah. But I don't think when he said equally yoked, I don't think he was just talking about finance. I'm talking about just chemistry. Yeah. You know, you know, some people are just made for each other, whether whether you whether I'm broke and she got it or whatever. But she can't live without me. Because of the way I treat her and the way I make her feel, and vice, you know, and vice versa. Uh, let's 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 go to the phone right quick. Good morning. I am calling you from Lancaster, and my name is Deborah. Money does not matter. Not if you find somebody you connect with on a deep level. You truly love them with all your heart unconditionally, and you can grow together. They thoughts, whatever, don't matter. No, not really. Name is Kevin Hughes from Houston, Texas, and if it's really true love, uh, materialistic things shouldn't even matter. It all it all comes from the heart and mind. That's what I believe. It's me up from Dallas. Money doesn't buy happiness. 
it can add to it, but it doesn't buy it. So if you think that because this person doesn't make six figures, oh, he's no good, that might be the person that saved your life. And the person that you're trying to go with, they're just going to walk by you like they're trash because they're going to think that they're better than you anyway. So get somebody that's humble, down to earth, laid back, sweet, cute, and is willing to treat you like a queen or a king. So it, money shouldn't matter. A, a lot of men have problems with alpha females. They're saying they're too strong or whatever. But the, my, my question is, are black women expected to date down or below their standards just to find a mate? Right. And, uh, and uh, uh, Kevin Samuels used to talk about uh, unrealistic expectations. Uh, uh, Gary, what are your thoughts on the uh, women expected to date I'm, down? Yeah. And, well, before I get to the date down thing. I'm listening to all these people saying about, you know, money doesn't matter and all that. And sometimes at some point, sometimes money may not matter, but money matters. If money didn't damn matter, why are so many people, women running around talking about they need child support? That's money. So money does matter. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and date you and uh, you don't have no money. I'm not saying you got to be rich and all that stuff, but you got to have some kind of finances, honey, to run the house. Honey. I can't go to um, TU Electric. Oh, he said money doesn't matter. Can you turn my lights on? That don't work that way. So money does okay. matter. But how many but, stories have we heard of guys saying she was with me when I had nothing? Yeah, well, and now, like I'm just saying, a, a person's circumstance can change. It well, can it change can for change. the better or the worse. But like Rati was saying, now here's what they said. They say black women being expected, honey, to settle or date below their educational status or income, while women of other races are often encouraged to seek higher earning partners who can provide for them. That's how that is. So black women, y'all want to sit there and sell her and all this stuff. And your counterparts, they making sure, honey, that the dog, this man, he going to have some money. He going to take care of them and stuff. But y'all, oh, money doesn't matter. So I just love him. Uh-uh. And he love you, love him. And he cheating on your damn ass. And I mean, cheating well, on you. Well, Gary, you said this thing about child support. I think women need to consider money when they land. When you laying down with a man, you better consider what his financial situation is if there's a chance you can get pregnant. Because if you're laying down with somebody who don't have the means to take care of a kid, then you setting yourself up. Yeah, and now you got the situation. government that got to take care of you. But the government got to spend money for so people that, honey, they worked hard and stuff to um, provide for their family. Now I got to get some of my tax money. You could you said money didn't matter, but you laid and had a doggone baby with Leroy with no job. So, no. <laughs> okay, why his name got to be Leroy? Like he a slave or something. <laughs> <laughs> why his There's name very high-earning Leroy's out there that's offended yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah all the Leroy's so, are in their 70s, and you know that. Ain't no damn Leroy's out here in their 30s and 40s. Not one. Not one damn Leroy in their 30s and 40s. All of them said, these are your uncles. Leroy's. What's the baby name? Leroy. Yeah, Leroy. Ain't no Leroy's in kindergarten right now. None. But it's it's just a sad situation, though. And I mean, and like she said, Ebony said, she didn't say, you know, she wouldn't date a bus driver, but she would rather them to own the bus. Why why don't women come up more and say, I would rather them to own the bus instead of just drive the bus? And ain't, ain't nothing wrong with a woman want to be taken care of and be comfortable. But if he out here working hard, regardless of what he may, just trying to provide and build a nest for you to be comfortable or whatever, it sh- shouldn't go, uh, you know, not appreciated. You know, we shouldn't look down down on that. So uh, uh, if y'all could not get through, uh, y'all hit us out on uh, hit us up on Ricky Smiley Morning Show dot com. There's Ricky Smiley Morning Show dot com on uh, social media. If you can get through, man, we got battle other sick. Thank you, Gary, for that conversation. Yeah. And if you yeah, talk to Miss Ebony K. Williams, just tell her I said hello. <laughs> I sure <laughs> will. I just saw her the other day, matter of fact. Still, where you saw her? Yep. Uh oh. You know she'd be at the CNN building. Man, Gary, tell Ebony I just said. Uh-oh. Just, just good luck. No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> shooting my shot. Go ahead, dog. No, no. Uh-uh. Turn the music down. She, she listened to shot. the show. Go ahead, man. Yeah, play some better music for this. Huh? Tell them play no, I'm not been the, no, 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 no. What you doing there? I know, I know, Evan, and we friends. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about how fast she is. I'm just say what you want to say then. Man, go on, bro. you on the bus. Y'all being so Say what? Y'all on the bus. Telling you on the bus. All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain the Morning Show. It is about that time for Battle of the Sexes. Make some noise. Yeah. All right, we are so excited. We got Lily from Charlotte this morning and Anthony from Oklahoma City. Uh, what up, Lily and Anthony? Yeah. Hey, Lily, what up, Lily? Lily. Hey, Lily. From the 704 and representing Oklahoma City, Anthony. Four five, baby. All day. All damn day. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's time to play Battle of the Sexes. So, look, y'all, I'm going to help y'all. If you don't know the question, just say pass. Don't sit there trying to think about it because you're going to run the time off your clock. All right, y'all ready? All right. Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. right now, uh, me and Lily, we're going to go first. Lily, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm going to be, Ricky. <laughs> Let's go. Start the clock. How many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? Seven. Yes. What type of shot is NBA star Steph Curry most famous for? His three-point shot. Yep. What Hollywood actor stars in the lead role of John Wick movie series? Keanu Reeves. Wow. What what was the name of Superman alter ego? Venom. Uh Uh-uh. Clark Kent. Oh, Clark Kent. Yes. I'm sorry. All right. How many spark plugs are needed in a Tesla? Ooh. None. It's run by electric. Wow. Wow. When James Evans from Good Times died in a car crash, what state was he traveling to for his new job? Pass. Mississippi. All right. Top post and side post terminals are referring to what part of a car engine? I don't know. Oh, that's the battery. Oh, you got a lot of them, though. You did. All right. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right, Brett, let's go. I am the ready. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. Oh. Right, right. Okay, let's go. Start the clock. What actress played the character Seeley in the movie Color Purple? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. On a- yes. On average, how many times per month do black women wash their hair? Ooh. Uh, 15? <laughs> no, one to two times. Damn. <laughs> what is the name of the 10-day juice diet cleanse where you avoid eating any solid foods made famous by Beyonce? Pass. The master cleanse or lemonade diet. What is the name of the over-the-counter drug specifically marketed for menstrual cramping? Uh, Monastate? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's for yeast infection it's might all <laughs> Ooh, stop sleeping with him stop sleeping with him um, what rapper calls herself the black Erica Kane based on the soap opera character played by Susan Lucci on All My Children uh, pass. 
That would be Lil' Kim. Uh-huh. It's the system of gentle exercise performed lying down the stretches and lengthens the muscles. Uh, uh, bending down stretching. <laughs> oh my god, Lily, you are the winner. When did she win, Congratulations, Lily. You are the winner today of the fantastic, the amazing, the awesome Dollar Tree prize pack from America's store. The Dollar Tree. All right, Lily, are you ready? You got those ultra comfy plus size, super soft, leopard printed, four way stretch leggings. Oh, yeah. How about that salt range, Himalayan pink salt nasal inhaler? Cool and refreshing to clean out that snot locker. All right, from Maddie K. You got the roasted salted almonds. Mmm, mmm, good. Those nuts are delicious. From Home City Ice. From Home City Ice, you got a seven-pound bag of cube-sized ice nuggets. Dry fast getting home. How about that black washcloth? You got that, a black washcloth. You got a five-piece set of... No towel, no face. Just a washcloth. You got a five-piece set of bamboo utensils, fork, spoon, and ladle. Also, a 40-count bag of mothballs. No clinging odor. Kills clothes moths and carpet beetles. And you've got a two-pack fresh scent. Two-pack fresh scent coast bath soap for when you want to smell like dryer sheets. All right. And, sir... You didn't you didn't do bad, but you didn't do great, but we got a we got a prize for you anyway, just for playing. How about fifty dollars off at the Southside Vasectomy Clinic? <laughs> and you know what they say? Those young side chicks will have you slip, so sneak on in and get that snip. All right. Hey, wait a minute, he got a fifty percent coupon off at the at the vasectomy center. Oh yeah, because those young side chicks will have you slipping, so get on in there and let us get the snipping. <laughs> Congratulations to y'all, man. You are both winners. Lily and Anthony from Oklahoma City and Lily from Charlotte, y'all. That is a Thank y'all for playing Battle Battle of the Sexes. More Ricky Smile, the morning show coming up. Uh, when it comes to comedy, my next guest and I go way back, man, from his early days in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, his star has risen and taken him from the Daily Show all the way to the White House. Y'all welcome to the Ricky Smile, the morning show. Stand-up comedian, radio personality, and writer, the one and only. The yep, one yep, and yep. only. <laughs> No one and only Roy Wood Jr. AKA Leo Devlin. Leo Devlin at the White House. That's my bad on yesterday. I played y'all like Black Tony. I wasn't even ready for you. Hey, hey, uh, big, big, big shout out to all of our uh, uh, Ramsey High School. Uh, shout out to all y'all Ramsey Rams. Oh, and also, also, a uh, big shout out to Florida A&M National Alumni Association. I got you on that renewal. That's my bad too. I let that thing fall off. Maria, they, they, Maria what, yeah, did y'all go to fam- shout out to the Rattlers. Was y'all that fam at the same time, Maria? You and Roy? 
Uh, I, I was there know. 96 to 2000. Look, I was there at the same time. So unless you was buying stolen jeans from me, and then after I got caught, I was just in Tucker Hall in journalism. So it, it, <laughs> I was in Tucker Hall, place. too. Third floor, baby. I was in Third Tucker floor. Hall. Yes. And 90.5 oh, yeah. The Flavor Station. And Mr. Hawkins and all of them. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Hawkins. <laughs> I was China Red on the radio back then. <laughs> That was you my was name, who? China Red. Wait a minute, wait a minute. China Red. That's what they call me. That's not like a, a stripper name. I, it was a stripper name. They called me China Red. It was terrible. It was China Red, <laughs> and then there was this dude named Steve who had the contact. I can't. I don't remember if he was a capper or not, but he had the capper eyes. You know the eyes I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh my gosh, and you was there. April, Red. April D was there. I was China Red. You are oh, no longer Maria Moore. That's your new name. Yeah, yeah. that's your new name, China yeah. Red, with the I news. Um, about about two months ago, up in Philadelphia. Yeah, she's man. in Philly it's, now. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, man. It's all love. Hey, hey, we hey, probably Roy. hung out, Roy. We got to catch up <laughs> for real. Crazy. Hey, hey, man, I'm, go I'm ahead, so, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. So damn excited, I'm man. We, Roy, we so excited because Roy, you you hosted the uh, the correspondence dinner at the White House, and you know Vice President Kamala Harris and. I mean, you was roasting everybody. You had done lemon jokes, man. Uh, Roy, what was that like, bro? Yo, it was. It's 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 a blessing and a dope opportunity to try and get up on stage, crack a couple jokes about what's going on wrong in the world, but then at the same time, slip in a little bit about reparations, slip in a little bit about what Kamala has done. We ain't gonna just play it one side of the aisle. So to me. It was an opportunity to try and set the record straight on a couple of things, man. So, you know, it was a blessing. Uh, hopefully, them Republicans ain't too mad at my ass and don't start auditing my taxes and trying to come for my money. <laughs> hey, Roy. <laughs> hey, Roy. Especially, okay, let me tell you this. You know, when I, I called you and told you how proud we was of you, and when I say right. we, I'm talking about we in the comedy community. When I tell you this whole week, every comedian... Well, first of all, your name been on the lips of every media personality, every right. political person that's been on MSNBC, CNN. Everybody is referencing back the things that you said during your during your routine. Um, all the comics, man, like I listened to Kevin Hart's uh, 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 radio show on, on. He was talking about you. Um, Howard Stern talked about like, dude, yeah. everybody's talking yeah. about you. And all the comics are just like so proud that I'm, you went up AK. there and represented. I made a whole Facebook video. We 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 you have we have crowned you the uh, OG of Birmingham, Alabama, bro. The OG, the Man. goat. <laughs> Man, I appreciate that. Now, if that'll get me a free haircut or some barbecue, then you know, let me know. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, Roy, walk up in any of y'all barbershop. Y'all better not charge him. Y'all let y'all I go mean, ahead and hook him up. Y'all no, on that. going to charge me. This is Birmingham. Let me tell you something about Birmingham. You ain't never celebrity <laughs> in Birmingham. I don't care how big you all are. Birmingham, Alabama. Boy, I knew you back when you met, man. That'll be twelve dollars. Right. <laughs> right. And, and and I have to say, uh, uh, a lot of people don't know this. Roy, you probably don't remember this. Roy, uh, when we started, the, started this morning show in Dallas, in Dallas, we was in a small studio. Roy, you got on a plane. And you came to Dallas and helped us put this morning show together. I remember you sitting over there editing prank phone calls, doing whatever you could to make sure that we were successful. Uh, so so you're a big part of the su- success of this morning show. 
And uh, I just remember how kind and dedicated you was. Uh, I don't even remember, was you staying with me or did we get you a hotel? Like, you just always been like the best little brother. And we came from the same radio station, WBHJ. We came from 95.7 Jams, uh, a, a small hip-hop station in Birmingham. Uh, Deja Vu, who's on the station in New York, came uh, from Jams. Yeah. Uh, comedian Funny Man. Uh, Roy, myself, we all came from the same radio station. Yo, the one thing I remember about Dallas Special K, get this. So the the radio station was in the mall. So after the shift, yeah. and right. Gary was trying to take me. This was back in Houston. This was in that big belt buckle era. This is like Paul Wall, Slim Thug era rap. Yeah. So, Gary and Ricky keep trying to take me to the mall. We're going to get you a belt buckle. I said, I don't want no damn belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. Like, Negroes always want you to dress like them yeah. so y'all feel like y'all a trend. Now all three of y'all are crazy. You still Did Gary get you... So, so you never got that belt buckle, Roy? Man, Roy. no. Did Gary get you some of them ugly true religion jeans? He tried. Tried. Roy was trying to bring you up to date, honey. That's all. <laughs> now, to be fair, I was wearing them sketches. I was wearing them long, you know, them long foot sketches that folks used to wear back in the day. Oh, we remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's forget that. Let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. <laughs> hey, hey, Roy, we, we're proud of you. What you working on now? And in, uh, in, in congratulations on everything that you've been doing on Comedy Central over the years. Uh, what you working on now? Man, I'm back out on the road, man. RoyWoodJr.com. We got, um, I think, about 30 cities right now. Uh, they're happy to be here, tour. So just go to my website or go to my socials, RoyWoodJr. You know, Daily Show is down bad right now because of the writer strike. Uh, we hope that we can get it resolved quickly. But in the interim, you know, we stand with the writers. We want the writers to get their bread. And right. when they get their bread, then the Daily Show will be back on the air. And maybe one day Comedy Central will choose a host. If my name is in the hat, I'm happy to host. It would be an honor to be in the tradition of black men who get rich off Comedy Central, then Come on quit now. their job and go to Africa. Come on hey, now. Roy is, it, is, Roy, is it okay if we tell all our listeners, man, y'all write in and send emails to the Daily Show, to Comedy Central, say, damn it, we want Roy Wood Jr. We want, to absolutely. be the new host. Everybody listening right now. Send them, send them after the writer's strike, because the white folks ain't reading them emails right now. They all scared about their money. <laughs> okay, we got it. Hey, hey, Roy, I just want you to know, man, that we are proud of you, man. We absolutely love you, man. And uh, uh, thank you for everything that you have done for this morning show. Thank you. Uh, we we just love you, Roy. You you want to, Comedians are always happy when one of the good guys make it. When, exactly. When, the, when one of the good guys is genuine and sincere, uh, uh, you know, go to the next level. We know who you are. We we know that you just so so doggone regular, man. We we just proud of you, man. We love you. That's why we was so excited. You know, how everybody how excited everybody was when you came on this morning. Everybody just going crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't bomb because you know black folks they won't check on you for a month after you bomb. When you bomb in front of the president, <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna have no friends till Christmas. Yeah, if you had a bomb, we would we wouldn't have had you on today. Hmm. <laughs> so not. That's when I need support. The okay? Is that the uh-uh. uh-uh. right. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. We real fickle, Roy. Real fickle. Yeah.
It's like when you bomb, when you come off stage and the other comics don't speak to you. Yeah, everybody kind of go in that dressing room and push that dough up. They'll leave it cracked, but they'll push it up. Hey, Roy. Hey, Roy, Special K bomb. Special K bomb so bad at Uptown Comedy. One night it was so quiet in there, you could hear the dishes and the stuff in the back coming out of the dishwasher. This was 20 years ago, man. When it was upstairs in that plaza next to public. That's when it was. Yeah. That's when it was. But my bus back to Tallahassee wasn't for another two hours, so I stayed to watch the show. (laughs) One of the comedians came over to me in the middle of the show and just looked at me and went, Why you still here? R.I.P. to Nard Holston, because it was Nard who said oh. that. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Oh, Nard, Nard was the yeah, way. you did Boy, not want to bomb in front of you Nard. You get oh, Nard, uh, Doodoo Brown, uh, Shawty oh. Shawty, you got, it's a problem. I tell, yeah, tell you, man. man. But at least y'all bombed, bombed in Uptown. I bombed on Showtime at the Apollo Mine. was on national <laughs> TV. So. <laughs> 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 Hey, make sure y'all check out my man RoyWoodJr.com. <laughs> Follow him hey, on social. I, I had a brand new outfit on from Jeans West, Roy. Hey, Roy, as soon as they said from Birmingham, Alabama, they just Jeans <laughs> West, the city, like a local, like it was like the city year of that era. Absolutely. <laughs> Boy, you was a man if you had a job at Jeans West. Hey, man, I love you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all, give it up for the one and only RoyWoodJr.com. I love y'all, man. I love you, Roy. More Ricky Smile in the Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all, Ricky Smile in the Morning Show. I uh, got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiling Morning Show. I'm, 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 Right. Chill out, chill out. Uh, we gonna get. Let's do that and replace it with sports. <laughs> Maria, good morning. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, China Red. Maria, what's happening? I'm gonna Is tell you what's happening. Here's a quick look at your Friday headlines. Vice President Kamala Harris met on Thursday with the heads of Google, Microsoft, and two other companies developing artificial intelligence as the Biden administration rolls out initiatives meant to ensure the rapidly evolving technology improves lives without putting people's rights and safety at risk. And then I also have this for you, Ricky. Jenny Craig, the weight loss chain, has confirmed that it is shutting down for good. Can y'all believe it? It started 40 years ago, back in 1983, in a note yeah, they're on doing Facebook. That, they're to uh, they wrote, it is with a heavy heart we're <laughs> announcing the Close. Yeah, they're trying to create more episodes of my 600-pound life. <laughs> That's why they shut that down. <laughs> they want to get a whole bunch of episodes of <laughs> laying in the bed, Boy. cooking pork chop with that little uh, skillet on the nightstand. <laughs> what they say, Rock? Hey, you I seen the episode with Shedrick? <laughs> <laughs> It ain't no more Jenny Craig. Huh? You seen the episode with Shedrick? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think I've seen that one. 600 Pound Life with Shedrick. You, you seen that episode? <laughs> what happened? Oh, man. I got some clips. <laughs> I got some <laughs> clips. He's my new favorite. <laughs> so we Shedrick got clips. A, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So it's Shedrick. S-H. <laughs> no, Shedrick. Okay. Yeah. What are we doing right here? Roxy, what's going on in sports? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to forego my sports I'm just, report. 
I'm confused. Nah, he just want to go ahead, man. Country music. I'm gonna forego my sports report because I want to. I want to. I want to tell him when he got booed at the Apollo. Man, this dude. Man, I don't know. Hey, I apologize to all the listeners out there. Rotti is obsessed with it. Okay, so I do Showtime at the Apollo. Right. I wasn't on as a special guest. You only supposed to boo amateur night. You don't supposed to boo. I was on with H Town and comedian uh, Jay Lamont from Houston. So I had about, had me a brand new outfit from Jeans West and, and them little uh, boots. They like booties, like they boots, but they low cut. But the jeans came over. It was dope as hell back then in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Curry was the host of Showtime at the Apollo because he had the show hanging with Mr. Cooper. And he said, all right, y'all, I'm about to bring out a funny comedian. He said, coming to the stage. They was ready, man. Mama Apollo was already standing up. The lady on the front with the Jerry curl. She was already standing up. <clears throat> he said, from Birmingham, as soon as they, b- before he could say Birmingham, when he said Birmingham, Alabama, man, everybody stood up. They were booing. They were throwing stuff. So I'm walking on stage trying to be encouraged. Like, how the hell are you going to tell some jokes, Gary, when they booing? Mark Curry said, hey, man, just do your joke. He said, play to the camera. Okay. He said, I promise you it's going to air. I went out there and did jokes for seven minutes with them booing. They were talking about my clothes. I had on this uh, velvet. I had on a... Velvet? Uh, <laughs> I had a velvet vest on. You know, Jeans you West velvet. had them... Baby, was yeah, Jeans West had them, them... Yeah, no, nah, it, was, it was just regular. I don't know if it was velvet or like... Uh, what's the leather? The soft leather, not the... Uh, Whatever. It was an ugly shirt. Suede. Suede. I had on a suede vest over this shirt. It was dope as hell. I had a high box fade. So I came out there. I'm doing them jokes, man. Man, take that ugly ass shirt off. Hey, hey, where you get get that vest from? On the side of a horse? And them fake ass guest jeans. You need to take your ass back to Alabama. And where you get them shoes from? You like you in a march from Selma to Montgomery with them silver white boots on. Man, I'm up on He said civil rights boots. Civil rights boots on. That's how I'm up on stage. So I'm up on stage trying to trying to do my comedy, man. Trying to, and they was booing. I couldn't get my words right, so I ain't telling nobody. Else. I said I ain't gonna tell Brett. I said I'm not telling nobody. I came off stage. Mark Curry went back on stage. I went back stage like, what happened? Uh, all of the rappers' father, MC, was back there. He, they, nobody made eye contact with me. I went. I just went down the steps. And then somebody said, you know, uh, uh, they booed Luther Vandross, Anita Baker, and D.L. Hughley, too. And they became to be successful. So they're, they're supposed to be encouraging. So I got home. I was like in my okay. apartment. And I said, I didn't tell nobody I was going to be on Showtime at the Apollo. And then it came on, it's showtime <clears throat> at the Apollo. They said, tonight, we got H-Town. Good, done, and knocking boots all night long. I said, yeah, this is the episode I take. And then it said, it got comedian Jay Lamont from Houston. Oh, it said, comedian Ricky Smiley. I was like, oh, hell, my career is over. Man, they took an audience. They took an audience that was standing up and clapping for somebody and put them with me and made it look like I had a good scent. And when I said, thank you, good night, they gave me a standing ovation. My phone started ringing. I've been booked ever since, but I actually got booed. And that's a true story. Right look, at, look at you now, dog. Look at God. <laughs> God mama. showed up in the editing room. Yeah, dog. God is an editor. 
Look at you. Tearing your clothes up, dog. They said, man, that's why I don't, that's why I don't do those uh, parades no more. Talking about be the Grand Marshal at, at the Alabama State Tuskegee Homecoming Parade. Mm-hmm. I was out down there. We had the Capitol, the governor out there, everybody waving. Boy, they hit that damn thing and went down down on the street by them damn projects by that family dollar. Them like, man, forget you. You ain't nothing no ugly. 